Welcome back, everyone, to the second episode of uh, the main event, a 5A uh, basketball podcast uh, based here in Oregon. Um, my name is Brian Rathbone, a reporter with the Bolton, and joining me again is Jackson Noggle from Prep Hoops, Oregon. Jackson, how you doing, man? I'm doing fantastic, man. Coming off a nice winter break, as I'm sure you are as well. Um, watch some nice hoops over the awesome winter break. A uh, little holiday uh, tourney action. And I'm excited to kind of get into league play here as uh, we turn the coin into a new year. Exactly. Um, yeah, a lot, lot, lot to talk about. Um, we're uh, Today we're going to talk about kind of our top 10 5A teams uh, kind of entering into league play now that we've had uh, you know, 10 or so, or a handful of games between five, five and 10 games uh, each team has played, have a little better understanding of where uh, teams are at. Um, but before we do that, um, we were both at, you know, some tournaments this weekend. You were at the Les Schwab, <clears throat> excuse me, the Les Schwab Invitational, Invitational crazy tournament, it sounds like. You give us a couple of brief synopsis on uh, or the Cliff Notes version of uh, what you saw this weekend over, over in uh, Hillsboro. Man, yeah, I got up there, uh, I believe it was Thursday afternoon. I was able to catch the noon game there, and I just watched pretty much some nonstop awesome basketball for two days. Um, and that obviously included two massive upsets by Westland. It was really cool to see the local team be able to pull off uh, two wins over two nationally ranked, um, you know, pretty much superpowers. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, it was it was a ridiculous environment in there and um, not to take away anything from those other, you know, in-state matchups um, earlier in the day, there was some awesome matchups between, you know, a lot of other uh, six day title contenders. Um, so that's not, you know, our forte here on this show. Um, there mm -hmm. was no five, eight teams involved in the invitational this year, which is a bummer. Um, I would love to see um, summit or maybe Wilsonville in that field um, to see how they could do, but um, it was still a blast to get out there and cover that event regardless and uh, I'm excited to get in some 5A action now. Yeah. Um, so you saw the Sierra Canyon and the Duncanville game? Absolutely. I saw both of those. And I got to say, the, the 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 crowd there at Liberty was was amazing. Um, yeah. The, the defense chants were just – it was thunderous. There were times where the Sierra Canyon and Duncanville players were having to whisper into each other's ears to – not whisper, yell, <laughs> yeah. um, to get the message across to communicate in any sort of way because of how loud it was in there. So um, I think that played a huge factor. Um, and, you know, Wilsonville's uh, six-man rotation just, I mean, they played harder uh, than both of those teams. They came up with more loose balls. They forced more turnovers, at least in this uh, Duncanville game. I know they did. And uh, mm -hmm. they out-rebounded Sierra Canyon with their tallest player being, you know, maybe six foot four, a generous six foot four. So it was pretty astounding to see. And it was just a great, um, a great overall week for Oregon basketball. Yeah. I think it was the first time in, in a decade that an Oregon team is, you know, won that, that tournament. So that's uh, that's really cool. And yeah, Westland, they, uh, they look like a force, man. They did it, did it in football. They, they look primed to do it again in basketball. Um, Absolutely. Still crazy that they beat the, those two teams. Because like, like you said, those are, you know, like Duncanville, they're, they're the number one ranked team. And then you got, you know, Bronny James and Bryce James and Sierra Canyon. That's just, that's nuts. Um, Certainly two of the biggest upsets I've ever seen. I'm, I'll say it mm -hmm. time and time again. Well, over here in, uh, in Bend, there is, they had the Oregon Holiday Hoop Fest. Not quite uh, the star power that 
your tournament had, but it was still a really, really good tournament. Um, you know, we, we got to, you know, the finals on, on Friday and, you know, between the you know, and cascade, uh, cascade Christian, you know, three, a, uh, defending champs. And, you know, there's three of your, uh, you know, top 10, uh, juniors in that game. And, um, lo and behold, cascade Christian three, a power comes in and just stuns like summit. It was, a that was a really kind of crazy game because like they just were kind of able to, they built this pretty big lead in the first quarter was able to kind of hold it throughout the whole game. Really kind of impressed with that. Um, I think it's Austin Maurer, their, their seven footer. Just uh man, that guy was he's just efficient, just you know, did the right thing on like on defense, super disruptive, just someone just had no answer for it. Uh really no no I wouldn't say they didn't have an answer because they didn't, you know, make it a game kind of towards the end, but man, I thought that for sure that, you know, as the game kind of went on, someone would you know pull away, but no. Cascade Christian, man. Legit. I was also surprised to see that result. Um, uh, Cascade Christian, yeah. They proved themselves that game. They, they got a lot of hype coming into the year as a 3A favorite. And, um, yeah, that's a big win. Yeah. A big young, cross-classification young, win for them. Yeah, young team, too. Mostly mostly all juniors, I'd say. It's kind of like their their best players are all juniors and maybe even right. some sophomores. And I was I was definitely surprised uh, by that. Um, so, you know, this tournament had kind of two – there's two divisions so that, you know, there's two teams that can, that can win this. And then Mountain View also made it uh, to the, to the finals on, on Thursday, on Friday, excuse me, and fell in overtime. That was a really good game against Roseburg. Second time they had played um, Mountain View had, had a chance to win it. You know, they had the ball under 10 seconds up by two. Um, I think they should have maybe, you know, ran the clock out a little, a, a little bit, but they tried, you know, throw a pass, you know, try to, you know, get on the fast break and end up being a turnover. And then Roseburg comes down, scores uh, final seconds and wins in overtime. So handed Mountain View its first loss of the year. That, that was a really fun game. Roseburg's kind of a fun team because they don't have any bigs. They don't have any, they're all guards. Like it's, you, you look at their, their roster, it's, it, it is all, all listed as guards through uh, top to bottom. So it's just kind of fun to see how they play and just kind of how, you know, the little small ball lineup kind of, you know, worked, worked in their favor, but yeah, really, really fun. Like both those games are really good, good games. We got a game winner from Caldera earlier in the tournament. So that was, you know, for the, for the first year team, that's probably, you know, probably gonna be one of the high points of the year. Just, you know, getting that, that uh, win over a uh, team from Washington, uh, La Center. Um, but yeah, fun, fun couple of days of, uh, of, of basketball here in, here in central Oregon. It just sounds like it was, it was that way kind of across the state. Absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of, excuse me, a lot of other holiday tournaments we're not even getting to, um, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of five, a teams played in played elsewhere around the state. Um, but, uh, we will get into it a little bit, I think, as we go through our top tens here in a little bit. All right. So yeah, let, let's get into these, uh, these top tens. Um, we'll do these every, every, every once in a while, just to kind of, uh, you know, you know, check in on, on, on how these teams are doing. So these are our, our, our first ones of the year. Um, so Jackson, let's start at number 10 and kind of work our way up. Who's your, who's your number 10 team right now? Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, my number 10 is a team from uh, a very familiar league of mine and that's the Midwestern league. And it's a team that's played well so far, uh, by my analysis and that's Thurston. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it's, I think there's a pretty clear top five. I think we're going to agree a lot around top five, at least, 
um, yeah. who those teams are. Maybe not the order, but who the top five teams are. After that, it gets a little foggy. And I think Thurston has done enough uh, here early in the season to um, warrant them getting a mention here on this mm-hmm. top 10 pod. Um, they're six and four on the year, which is a solid record. A lot of teams, like most 5A teams, have at least three losses already because they're playing cross classification. They're playing out of state teams. It's that's why it's a little bit hard to get a lot of gate uh, a good gauge on a mm-hmm. lot of these teams. Um, but if we look at Thurston here, I'll take a look at their schedule. Uh, they got good a good win over Milwaukee, who's a five A team. A good win over Lebanon, um, and then they they lost uh, by you know, thirty five points to a, a Barlow team that's you know They're terrific really good. at the six A level. So I'm not really too worried about that result. And then, you know, their other losses are another 6A team, Sunset, um, Mountain View, a team that's thought of highly at the 5A level, mm-hmm. and then uh, Churchill, which is the same deal. Yeah. So uh, in my mind, they've taken care of business against the teams that they should have. And then a, a toss-up game in my eyes against Milwaukee, they were able to come away with a win. So um, I'm happy with uh, what Thurston's been able to do uh, over there with uh, a pretty strong player in uh, Nate Stifler that can really shoot the rock. He's a strong um, prospect in uh, the class of 2025, I believe. Okay, so sophomore. Yeah, he's a sophomore. So, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty amazing. He's he's definitely a a great player for them, and uh, he's surrounded by a couple good guards as well. So, um, Thurston at my number ten spot. Well, that's exactly who I have at ten. Um, wow. And for you know a lot of, a lot of the same reasons, it's like all right, they you know played Churchill close. Um, um, you know, their only losses are, are like you said, to, to a really good Barlow team and an early season loss to uh, Sunset and, and, and Mountain View. And Mountain View, I think, is uh, what we'll get there. But I I have them, you know, pretty, pretty far up there. And so, um, like, like, like you pointed out, you know, there's there's about five teams that I, I think we'll probably agree on. But and then it gets a little a little dicey after that. Um, but yeah, Thurston, number 10. So far, one, one for one. And just so everyone knows, we have not. We are sharing each other's top tens for the first time uh, right now. So one for one so far. All right. Um, who do you have at number nine? Yeah, we'll move along. That's an added a little fun element here. We're kind of getting to see uh, we're getting unveiled at the same time you guys are. So mm-hmm. um, number nine, I also have another Midwestern League team. I have Crater. Kind of the, kind of the same deal here. A team that's mm-hmm. played, um, I think, maybe just a, a tear above my expectations so far. Um, they've taken care of business against the teams like I said earlier with Thurston that they should have beat. Um, they have a tough loss against the six, a team grants pass. They lost by 18 of them, but playing up the classification is never going to be easy. Mm-hmm. Um, a tough loss by three points to Willamette, but then they picked up some good wins. They beat Roseburg on the road. That's a huge win. I looked at, uh, I watched Roseburg play against North Eugene uh, earlier this season and they looked great. Um, like mm-hmm. you said, they got five guards, um, but those guys can all play. And so that was, I was kind of surprised to see that win from Crater. Um, so that was a good one. And then uh, most recently they played in that uh, holiday hoop fest. Uh, yeah. at the summit. And, um, they dropped a game to Crip County, but were able to win their second two. So uh, two and one at that tournament's not terrible. So um, Crater Thurston for me are somewhat interchangeable, but that's mm-hmm. who I have at nine and 10. All right. I have Crater at seven. Um I'm 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 putting a little little stock into that uh, win over Roseburg. Um, I think that's one of the more impressive wins um, out of these, you know, teams kind of you know right in that you know six to ten range. I think that's as good as a win as anyone's had. Um, it's weird. I always uh, 
like every game I was at Crater was always like, or, or over this, this week, these last uh, couple of days, like they're always like about to play, getting ready to play. Um, but I never actually saw them play and I would have uh, liked to see them. Um, um, yeah, you know, they, they lost, you know, to Crook County, but Crook County, they might be a really good 4A team. They gave Summit some fits, a really kind of close game against Summit. Um, and they beat Ridgeview and Caldera, which, you know, I, I'd kind of expect, I think, you know, in, in, the, in the IMC, those are probably, <clears throat> I think Ridgeview might be, might be pretty good, but Caldera, they're going to, they're going to have a, a tough year just because they're, you know, so young and, you know, first year and, and it's just a really good conference. So, you know, I think they probably beat the the five and six seeds from, from the, the IMC. Um, so yeah, I, I have them at seven. And then, uh, interesting enough, so I'll, I'll give you my, who, who I have at number nine, um, and it can be interchangeable. It's, it is either South Albany or Central, and because they're, they're playing, like, you know, as we're recording, they, they started about an hour ago. Um, right. Whoever, whoever wins that game, it will be number eight, and whoever wins that, whoever loses will be number nine. So Albany, South Albany, Central, winner is, is nine, eight there. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Um, I agree with that. Um, uh, if we move along to my number eight spot, I have, I have central, I gave okay. them a nod, um, just cause I like what they've done so far, but obviously that game against South Albany is going to say a lot tonight. Um, I'm interested to see that result. It should be, you know, coming out on the website here and, you know, a matter of, you know, probably a half an hour or so. Yeah. Um, I, I will say though, I do have central as number eight. Right. So <laughs> at least okay, right now. <laughs> okay. I see what you're saying. I thought you had, I thought you had uh nine as uh central slash South Albany and whoever wins was in and whoever lost. Yeah. I, well, I, I initially, when I initially went through this, I had central eight South Albany nine, and then I saw that they were playing tonight. And so that, right. that's kind of where, where I'm going. <laughs> right. And if we're looking here, I just, I just refreshed the page and it's actually in, um, Central came away with the win at South Albany, 55-45. So Perfect. they would probably be your number eight. Um, and they're my number eight as well. So okay. <laughs> um, that's that's a big win for them uh, today. Uh, that game tipped at 530, so it just got recently finished up with. Um, that's a big win on the road for Central. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were able to pick up some good wins earlier this year as well against the 6A team in Sprague at the Capital City Classic. They also beat Silverton uh, pretty handily at that same tournament. Um, those are three wins right there that I think say a lot at the 5A level. We can go deeper in their schedule. They won at Canby as well. They dropped two games to Cascade, but again, that's a really strong 4A team. Yeah, uh, You mentioned that a little bit earlier. So um, overall, I really like what Central's been able to do, and uh, that South Albany uh, win tonight kind of just solidifies that. Yeah, nothing like, you know, getting a, a, a nice league win to start off the, the league schedule. So yeah, um, so yeah South Albany 9, um, Central 8, who and had crater seven who do you have who, who did you have seven right yeah i'll get into my seven um my seven's lasalle um that's a team that you know they've dropped a lot of games they're four and five but they haven't really dropped any games that i've that's made me want to you know drop them out of the top 10 um they've played a pretty tough schedule for a 5a team so far they've played clackamas twice they've played uh benson they played south medford and, you know, they played a, a, a whole host of, you know, solid 5A teams as well. So that's that's a really tough schedule for um, a 5A team to take on uh, before they get into league play. 
And I think four and five is, you know, somewhere around where I expected them to be at this point, to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe it's maybe a hair better, um, but um, I like that they beat Ashland. I like that they uh, beat Sunset as well. And I like that they beat Putnam. So uh, again, that's three wins right there um, for LaSalle and uh, Nick Robertson, who is, you know, a player we're kind of tracking as, you know, one of the top players in this classification mm-hmm. this year. Um, they lost recently and, you know, which was kind of a, a head scratching result. Um, maybe not head scratching because I'm, I'm high on North Eugene, but they dropped a game by 20 points yeah. to North Eugene uh, down in North Medford. Um, so that's a tough loss for them, for sure. That, that, that changed my perception of LaSalle. It, you know, like I said, it, the, the, once you get past the top five, it gets a little murky. Um, both all those teams have lost games. All of them have won games. Um, but I like what LaSalle has on their roster and I like the wins they've been able to pick up so far. We'll see if they can bounce back from that result. Yeah. Um, big one tomorrow against uh, Milwaukee. Um, yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, LaSalle did not make my, my initial top 10. Um, and I might come back to, to regret that one. Um, but now looking a little closer, you know, they do have, you know, some, some close losses, but they also do have a lot of like double digit losses and right. You know, I think that, you know, right now they're, they're maybe their best loss is, you know, a, a eight point loss to South Medford and their best win might is probably a win over Ashland who, you know, it's tournament team a year ago. So has uh, some pieces there. Um, so I'm not quite ready to, to put them out there just cause I, I, I think the others had a, a, a little better body of work, but like, like you, like totally you mentioned, this could be my rankings, not really based off what they've done. It's, it's, it's more of just a faith in what they have. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, no, that, that's, that's uh, what makes these top 10. So um, can be challenging at times. Cause it's like, all right, do we, you know, based them on what they've done or what we believe that they can be, is it a little mixture of both? Um, I think we'll, we'll probably see a little bit of that, you know, maybe, maybe a little bit more as we kind of get more into this. All right. So through seven, um, I think this is going to be my most surprising one. Who do you, who do you have at six? Um, yeah, I mean, six, six for me is also a pretty surprising one. I, we might have the same team. I don't know. My, my number six team is Woodburn. <laughs> same, um, same. Yeah. Woodburn has played really well so far. So I like that we're on the same wave like there. Um, me and Brian think alike. Uh, yeah. Go figure. Um, the two guys on the five A hoops pod. But uh, if we look at their resume here, real quick, um, their only losses are to Wilsonville, and then by one point to Sandy, and then by two points to Clackamas. Mm-hmm. And I think that two point loss to Clackamas says a lot. I know you're probably putting some stock into that as well. Um, mm-hmm. Clackamas is just a really solid team at the six A level, pretty consistently. And um, they've been the same uh, this year. I mean, they're undefeated. I just clicked on their page and I didn't even know that. They're um, 8-0 as, as we speak today. And that includes wins over South Eugene, LaSalle, South Ridge, North Medford. They beat LaSalle twice, actually. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, for Woodburn to, sit, uh, to be able to hang in that game and, you know, really have a good chance to beat Clackamas. Uh, I wasn't able to watch it, obviously, but um, losing by two, I mean, that was probably a real nail biter. And uh, I think that that game says a lot about uh, what Woodburn's going to be able to do this year in the Northwest Oregon Conference. Mm-hmm. Look at the couple of their other results. They pulled off a one point win over Bend. That's, um, that's a good one. 
and that's that's a great win. Bend is a great team um, mm. that I know you know a lot about, but um, coming into the season, I knew that they were going to be sort of a top ten contender. So um, that's two. That's the two main results that are sticking out to me and making me want to put Woodburn this high on my top ten. Yeah, no, and then uh, then they just like blow out the, the their other team. So like one, they can they can hang with people, and they can you know kind of blow people out a little bit. So really impressive. Uh, shown by Woodburn, um, former 4A team, you know, not, not too long ago, up in, up in 5A doing some work. All right. Um, so we were, so three of the top five or the, the bottom five, we were in, in sync with Thur- Thurston at 10, Central at eight and Woodburn at six. All right. Let's get into the top 10, the, the, not the top 10, the top five. Um, um, I'll, 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 I'll start this one off. I have number five, uh, Redmond. Same. Same. <laughs> um, it's, it's common. Yeah. It's, uh, there, there's a lot to like about, uh, Redmond. I really like, um, they're, they're kind of like a really like twitchy team. They're, you know, really athletic, um, and can all like really defend. Um, I think some of that has to be like, they're all like tennis players. So they all have like really good footwork and all move their feet really well. Um, you know, I like their, you know, Evan Auden is as good of a, a big as I, I think in, in the state. Um, he's, you know, really, really skilled. He can, you know, defend, he can, uh, a really good athlete for the, his size as well. Um, and he's, he's going to be just a matchup, uh, you know, nightmare for, for most teams because you know, a lot of teams aren't going to have, you know, someone who can, you know, have, have a body down low. Um, really like Tanner Jones as a, as a guard, um, to kind of, kind of running things. He's, he's kind of, you know, taking a step, you know, in, into, uh, you know, a bigger role this year, kind of, he's kind of like the, the off ball guard last year. Now he's, you know, running, running point, uh, this year. Um, uh, Nathan watch super athletic, uh, five <clears throat> defending five, a champ, uh, can defend, um, we'll interested to see how he kind of, evolves just because uh he's you know defender kind of running the floor we'll see if he has you know can if he, he has like more to his offensive game than just being someone who gets out in tra- transition and then uh Colton Horner um one of their you know bench players last year uh the game I saw he was awesome hit a ton of shots uh really kind of uh could be uh kind of uh you know that, that floor space a really good really good uh jump shooter and so, yeah, I, I like Redmond a lot. Um, I just like how they how they defend and you know get out on the break. And so, yeah, five I think is a is a really good spot for him. Totally agree. I think when we get this top five, we've mentioned it a couple times. Uh, I think that discrepancy, our, our confidence in this top five, comes from uh, the fact that these teams have the talent and they have the body of work so far. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of up to this point, like that some of that Merc that I've been talking about in the six through 10 spots comes from the fact that we're putting these teams up there based on the talent they have or the body of work they've put forward um, or some sort of combination of both, but all of these top five teams have great players and they've showed it so far. Mm-hmm. So um, Redmond's one of those, one of those teams, one of those five. Um, we look here, they're eight and one, the lone loss to um, arguably the four, a favorite in Philomath. Um and they're maybe the four A favorite because of that wins. That's able to tell you what how Redmond is sort of seen on this landscape. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And yeah, other than that, they've just taken care of business. They they beat South Albany by double digits. Um, and yeah, other than that, they just they beat up on a lot of teams that they should have beat up on. And so I, I've been impressed with what they've been able to do. Yeah, I was uh, I'm right with you. Um, I've only seen them, you know, play once in his Mazam and it wasn't, you know, much of a game. They just kind of just throttle them. Um, I wish they would have played in, in the tournament this weekend, um, but they were, they were full on um, games. Um, but yeah, Thursday, big, uh, big matchup against Mountain View. That's going to be, that's going to be a really fun one. I know Redmond, like their, their home crowds are always really good. Um, and then I think this is, you know, one of the things that, you know, got everyone kind of excited about for, you know, bringing the Bend and Redmond schools back together is, you know, for games like this, where, you know, it's going to be, I, I anticipate a pretty full house at that one and some great basketball. So really looking forward to that one. Yeah, that's, that's going to be an awesome game. Like you said, I love that they brought back that aspect of all those Bend area teams going at it. Um, I've been asking for it in here in the Eugene area. I want to see South Eugene and Sheldon <laughs> back in the league uh, so that we can have some of those crosstown battles back. But uh, yeah, that's a cool element that they brought back to 5A this year. Yeah. Um, all right. So mo- moving on, on to number four, um, I went with Churchill. Okay. Um, do you want me to say where I have them at right yes. now? Kind of like you did for, for Crater. Yeah. Um, I have Churchill number two. Okay. Um, and yeah, that's just me putting a lot into a lot of stock into them being undefeated so far and playing what I think has been a pretty tough schedule. We can count it here. They've played one, two, three, four, five, six, six A opponents. Mm-hmm. And they've gone six and oh, obviously, against those teams. So I don't know if there's another five A team that's been able to do that so far. Um, that almost certainly not. So that's been really impressive uh in my eyes. And then if we look at the the inner 5A matchups. They played Thurston. They were able to take care of business there in a tight game. That's part of the reason why we have Thurston up in our top 10. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they smoked Crescent Valley 66-46. And uh, they won on the road against Milwaukee. So um, they've taken care of business on multiple levels, uh, both 5A and 6A so far. Uh, so I think it's just been an excellent job by uh, Sky Stickney in his first year here with the Lancers, um, they're definitely a story to watch. I mean, still unbeaten. So, uh, yeah, that had me uh, placing them all the way at my number two spot this week. Oh. All right. Well, he- here's what I have, have written in my in my notes. It's like, yes, they are undefeated, but where is their marquee win? Um, I know they played a lot of 6A schools, but a lot of those 6A schools haven't racked up a ton of wins. And so that's why I drop them a, a little bit just because you know it's like oh they beat they beat jefferson and jefferson's all like that, that was one that kind of popped up well jefferson's won three three of its games like oh they beat sheldon sheldon hasn't they're they're four and seven and so um I, I you know i know that you know churchill's you know a great program and have been for for a long time and so i just, i just kind of like expect them to be able to go into you know a six eight game and or, you know, if, if they're playing, you know, a, you know, middle of the road, 6A team to be, be able to go in and beat them. So for, for Churchill's at four for me, I could, uh, I could be wrong, but that's what no, we do. That's, <laughs> that's totally fair. All, all your criticisms are fair. Um, all the 6A teams they've played, I, I'm pretty sure all of them are still 500 um, as of right now. So um, you're right. They, they, they haven't, picked up a, a super marquee win yet, 
but uh, I still think they deserve credit for being 10 and 0. And and you aren't exactly shorthanding them. You've got them at number four in the state. Yeah. So I think we still pretty much agree about these Lancers so far this year. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so who, who's, who's your number three? Number three, uh, right now. Oh, actually, wait, I haven't even uh, gotten into my number four yet. Yeah, go, go number four, yes. So, yeah, number four is my uh, – I have Mountain View. Okay. Um, uh, I, I really love Mountain View. I watched them uh, beat up on South Eugene, uh, my high school alma mater. I watched mm-hmm. that earlier this year, and I was really impressed with what they have and uh, what they were able to do in that game. And they, it's kind of been more of the same since. Um, they are seven and one um, with a recent loss to Roseburg. Um, which is kind of a kind of a head scratcher there. Something that something to track, sort of. Um, they haven't maybe been uh, as as dominant of late, but uh, mm-hmm. they beat them by 16 earlier in the year. So um, I'm not too worried about that result right there. Uh, a mm-hmm. lot a lot of, uh, is going to come down to this game on the road against Redmond. Uh, that's going to be another um, sort of test for these guys. Uh, but um, I I like uh, Mountain View to win that game. I think they have. Um, I think they have a lot of talent on their team. I think Quincy Townsend is probably going to be the best all-around player on the floor. Um, but that's going to be a really mm-hmm. fun game to watch. I think that's going to say a lot uh, about this top five. Yeah, that uh, that second game against Roseburg uh, this last weekend, they I'd have to look at the exact number, but they missed like all their free throws. Like, wow. It was like, they were like five for 14, something like that. And then uh, Roseburg was uh, like 15 for 18, like just so, you know, just things like that, where it can just making your free throws can, you know, be the difference between winning and losing. Um, I'll I'll just uh, segue in. I have Mountain View at three. I really, I I really like this team. Um, I'm a, I mean, this is now, you know, third year now of watching Quincy Townsend and he just like continues just to like get better and better. And he came in as a freshman, just like, ready to go and ready to just like lead a team in scoring um just just like can shoot from anywhere just terrific range but man they also like they also like to post them up so he just has just like this full like arsenal of you know offensive game um and he, you know you saw that i think he dropped you know 31 or 33 against uh against roseburg this weekend um just he, he's just gonna score i i've you know say this often but i think he's gonna he's gonna flirt with 2000 points for his career um <clears throat> and that's even with a with a shortened year in uh, his freshman year uh the one the one thing that kind of concerns me with uh with mountain view like they do have some really really nice kind of uh you know complimentary players like uh nathan hollingston they're kind of wing really athletic good rebounder high energy guy um ian prichter uh tony prichter's young, younger brother another kind of you know big body he's just he's a little shorter maybe a little more athletic um, I kind of I, I like those pieces um, to kind of you know go with them, but it's like if like Quincy has an off game, is there going to be someone who can kind of <clears throat> kind of take over that kind of secondary kind of scoring role like with with some consistency? Um, so anyway, that, that's kind of like the one question I have with with Mountain View is who's going to be kind of that second that second score? Con, on, on and a we may get a partial answer as they travel to Redmond uh, yeah. here this week, so that's going to be an awesome game. Yeah, no, de- definitely going to be an awesome one. All right, so you haven't given your three. Who's, who's your Who's your three? Yeah, I'll move along to number three. I have Summit. Um, I think I I I 
in the preseason, I definitely had some as the number one team, but mm-hmm. I think they've lost two games so far this year that I thought they were going to win when I looked at their schedule uh, in the preseason. And uh, those games were uh, at Sherwood and versus Cascade Christian at, at the, on their home floor um, in that Les Schwab tournament that you were at. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously Cascade Christian is an amazing team and um, that says a lot about what they were able to do, but um, yeah. Uh, Summit at six and three um, or no, it's actually five and three. Five and three. Yeah. Um, I just think that they've showed a couple of chinks in the armor that I did not think were there um, when they were able to beat South Bedford in that season opener. Um, not to take away anything from Sherwood and Cass Christian. Like I said, Sherwood's a terrific team uh, at the 6A level. Um, most years, they're definitely the most dominant force uh, in the Pacific Conference. I know we've talked about this game in the past. That's mm-hmm. not really a horrible loss, and neither is Cascade Christian, but uh, there's still two games that I expected uh, that stacked squad um, and summit to be able to, to be able to win. So um, in my opinion, sort of two head scratchers, I'm going to drop them down to number three for now, but this is definitely a team that I think is going to be able to compete for a title uh, come March. So I'm not too worried about them. I just think um, they deserve to be uh, knocked a little bit for um, slipping up a couple of times so far this year. Yeah, I, I I agree with what you're saying. I still have them at one. Um, this is part of the, you know, what what they what they've done versus what you know you think they can be. Um, I still think you know when Summit's at their best, they're going to be almost almost impossible to to beat. Um, but like 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 you said, they do have some, um, you know, some areas where. They're, they might be a little um, like like if, if we're comparing it to like last year's team. Last year's team hat was a bunch of just like quick guards, great shooting, kind of around, and then you know they had you know Caden K- down in the kind of kind of down low. But they're they're definitely like spread you out, and they could they could really shoot it. Um, this year's team just doesn't really just have those like you know, like those snipers um, that last year had at least yet. Pearson's a really good shooter. But he's, uh, you know, he he's, he he has the ball kind of a lot and kind of, is kind of you know creating off the, off the dribble, um, and there's just like, and this is what what I was thinking, you know, during the Cascade game when they were like trailing, I was like, man, they they need someone who can, they they need some they need a shooter, and it could it could be someone someone could could emerge, but right now they may not have the shooting as they <clears throat> had it had a year ago, but they still have like just so many good players they have two players who can like really kind of take over a game um yeah yeah and and when you, when you get down to it um they're six points away from or seven points away from you know being undefeated um and especially in the cascade christian game you know what one of the things that what was kind of apparent is that this team is still kind of learning who they are and kind of like their roles um and Cascade Christian like they, they they knew and you could see that you know they they, they kind of knew what to do and like they had like extreme kind of trust in each other on you know how, how to execute you know late late in games and Summit's still kind of figuring that out just like whole new starting lineup whole new roles so I expect them to kind of you know t- turn this around like and I, I think when they're when they're at their best man they're going to be they're going to be tough to beat so that's why I still have them one. 
Totally agree, man. Um, only reason I've, I've slighted them slightly on these rankings is um, at one point I thought that they would, they would, they were clearly the five A favorites, and now I don't think it's as clear. I think there's some other teams up there that could compete with this Summit team. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, like you said, they still have a lot of talent on this team. Pearson's mm-hmm. a terrific shooter, a terrific player. Um, I, I expect them to, you know, do I still? Yeah, I have them ranked as the top team in the IMC, so I still think they're going to be able to um, dominate that league and uh, be among the top 5A state contenders uh, when it comes down to um, the tournament in Gill Coliseum. I think they will be there. I think they will be among the top seeds. So this number three ranking is not the end of the world. Um, (laughs) I think they could be back to one maybe next week. Uh, We'll see what happens. But um, they're definitely among the 5A favorites. Yeah, and uh, like another like really just kind of interesting wrinkle is like they're in many ways kind of, you know, like fighting just like the ghosts of, of last year and their, their boys soccer team, you know, they go on this, you know, championship, you know, run. And they, you know, the, the assumption is like moving down to five, that they're just going to walk through without any, uh, you know, resistance. And they're just going to just kind of dominate, you know, you know, at five, a, but that didn't happen. And so I think, you know, with this basketball team, you know, they kind of have to fight that th- those expectations as well, you know, like the basketball team that went, and to the 6A final last year, and even though they graduated their whole starting lineup and all like all these great players, you know, the assumption is like, oh, they're just going to come in and, you know, walk walk through 5A when that's probably not going to be the case because, you know, this team is, you know, still kind of forming its own identity and, you know, figuring out its roles and and all that. So, yeah, I I, I totally can see why you have Summit, Summit at three. I'm, I'm just kind of banking on the, you know, what, what, what I think they can be. And right now I think... <clears throat> when they're at their best, which I think they'll be able to get to, you know, and <clears throat> over the next couple of months, I think that they'll be, you know, the one, the ones uh, potentially holding up the trophy. For Last sure. I, I could, I could easily see it happening. Um, my two is Churchill. We went over that earlier. Mm-hmm. Your number one is summit. Um, that kind of leaves us with one team that we both have as a top two team, but in separate spots here, I believe. And that's yeah. the Wilsonville Wildcats. Um, they have a pretty good resume so far. They've been able to pick up some good wins. Um, they beat Woodburn by 16, who's a team that has impressed you and I so far this year. Mm-hmm. Um, they beat North Eugene in their own uh, invitational tournament that they hosted, same tournament they beat Woodburn at. Um, they beat uh, Silverton by nine, and uh, they beat Cascade by 18. So that's a huge win. I think that's probably their best win so far. Mm-hmm. Um, over a really solid four a squad in Cascade. It's been solid this year. Um, if we look at the losses, one point to Beaverton. Um, that's a great loss, honestly. Yeah. Uh, Beaverton is uh, among the 6A favorites this year. They're stacked from top to bottom. Their, their starting lineup is probably five guys that are going to play some form of college basketball. Mm-hmm. So that loss was honestly impressive in my eyes. Um, so I, I gave them some points for that. And, uh, yeah, I, I just barely have Wilsonville number one over Churchill and Summit. Um, mm-hmm. I think those three right now um, could all – you could make an argument for each of them being number one. Um, and I think they're probably going to be the three uh, top top contenders when we, uh, when we get to March later this season. 
Um, but obviously it's tough to say. Um, there's a lot of basketball left to be played. So yeah, I'm excited for us to get into this league play and uh, this top 10 will sort of come into a focus a little bit more for us. Yeah, no, I, I have, I have Wilson, Wilsonville too. Um, I was tempted to put Mountain View three or put Mountain View at two. I think I initially had them in, but it's like, no, can't be, can't be too much of a homer, you know, right, right off the bat. Um, but like, like you said, you know, they've beaten everyone besides, you know, West, uh, West Salem and Beaverton, Beaverton. Yeah. You know, a one point loss to them is, you know, super, you know, just really impressive because, you know, the only teams that Beaverton's lost to is uh, Duncanville and like they lost to Twalton by one point. And so, yeah, you just kind of, and you're also just like banking on the, you know, the, the pedigree of the, of the program that they'll be right, right there at, at the very end. Um, so, yeah. Um, before we go out, let's uh, let's give us a quick, quick rundown of um, you know who who we got. So at, at number ten, I had Thurston, nine South Albany, eight Central, seven Crater, six Woodburn, five Redmond, four Churchill, three Mountain View, two Wilsonville, and one Summit. And then we look at my top ten. Uh, ten, I also had Thurston, nine Crater, eight Central. Seven, I have LaSalle, uh, six, Woodburn, five, Redmond, four, Mountain View, three, Summit, two, Churchill, and number one, Wilsonville. All right. You going out to any games this week? Um, I haven't decided uh, officially on any, but one that's certainly catching my eye uh, tomorrow, um, I believe South Eugene travels to uh, Churchill. So that's that's another test um, for those Lancers. Um and they've passed test after test so far this year. So I'm excited to um, get to witness another one of those. I'm going to try to make it out to that game for sure. Um, and yeah, it's, it's going to be, like I said, it's going to be awesome getting to see this, these rankings kind of come into a clearer focus and uh, getting to see where these teams are truly at as they battle through league play. Yeah, no, I'm uh, one game for sure going out to, I'm going out to Mountain View Redmond, just got to, got to see this this top five matchup yep. and just kind of see because I've, I've only seen each team each team well never mind i saw mountain view twice in a day or twice in in two days at, at the tournament um and i've only seen redmond once and i'm excited to just kind of learn more about them and just kind of see how they how they're able to hang with uh with these teams so uh so yeah should be another uh fun week of basketball this is kind of like the now we're into like the real season where these games actually matter and all like <clears throat> all the stuff that happened before. It's just kind of fun to talk about like we like we just did. But, you know, these are the these are the games where seating happens, you know, where, you know, playoff spots are won. And it's just a just a great time of year. Yeah, man. I mean, I mean, we put off these rankings because the picture was not clear enough a couple of weeks ago for us mm-hmm. to even put together a ranking. And uh, I think there's still a lot, uh, obviously there's a lot of basketball left to be played, but there's also a lot left to, uh, to be seen here in terms of, you know, where these teams are at. And um, yeah, especially those, those six through 10 spots, those are all up for grabs. Mm-hmm. Um, I think six through 15 is pretty close. And then I also think those top five teams are pretty neck and neck. So um, yeah, we, we got, we got a lot of basketball left to be played and a lot of results left to be seen. All right, he's Jackson Noggle. I'm Brian Rathbone. Thanks, everyone, for joining in another episode of the Game of Death. See you next time.